Hoi, welcome to the Dutch and Scott Sportscast. Party time in Scotland after making it into the Euros, the first major tournament in 22 years. Thanks for tuning in to episode 8 of series 2. Today we'll be all about international football with a focus on Scotland and the Netherlands. We hope you enjoy this new episode of the Dutch and Scott Sportscast. Thursday the 12th of November will forever be a historic night for Scottish football fans. After another penalty shootout in the qualification for the Euros, they managed to beat Serbia in the famous Rajko Mitic Stadium. Walk us through that night, Roy, please. I mean, I, I predicted it. In the last podcast I said we were going to win, there was no doubt in my mind we were going to win. I said 4-0, granted it wasn't 4-0. Um, first 85 minutes, Scotland were by far the better team. Um, we really should have scored more. We're, we're missing a kind of striker with a natural finishing instinct. Lee Griffiths is probably the best we've got, but he's never fit. So, um, yeah, we really should have been 2 3 0 up by the time they got their equaliser. But the other goal was very well taken. I don't know if you've seen it, Matthias. Yeah, I saw it. I watched, uh, yeah, I, watched, I watched the highlights of the game. At first, I was about to go absolutely mental because he didn't play a football to Callum McGregor, but instead he took it on the turn and put it in the bottom corner. So, fair enough to him. Very it was a very good goal. One. Yeah, um, I would like to just quickly point out that Declan Gallagher, when he got home from that game, would have had to have emptied his pockets and found his phone, his keys, and Alexander Mitrovic kept the man quiet the whole game. He never had a word. He, he genuinely. Fair play to Gallagher. Motherwell <laughs> centre half, also just one of the best international centre halves you can get. Um, other end of the pitch, London Dykes. Don't know if you've seen much of him. He was very impressive. Very strong on the ball. From like I said, I've only seen highlights, but very strong on the ball. A very uh, well but with yeah, his head. Matter, kept right? every ball. Like three, four years ago, he was playing for Coonley South in the Scottish Championship. I remember watching him against Morton, thinking he's not that good. Now there he is. So, playing for QPR in Scotland, fantastic. The whole team were brilliant. There's genuinely, there wasn't a player in the Scotland squad that I could genuinely flaw that game. What about um, Andrew Robertson's performance? I mean, it wasn't Andrew Robertson for Liverpool. It wasn't a world-class performance, but it wasn't a bad performance. He made a few good driving runs. Um, he did miss a chance. He got a lot of hate for missing the chance it was laid off to him uh, by Dykes uh, and he was kind of like sprinting so he had it on the sprint from about the edge of the box and he had it a mile over the bar it was a, I mean, it was a difficult shot we probably should have done better but it was in a sprint I personally thought that Dykes was going to lay it off to Christie who was over his left shoulder so I was a bit surprised to see him lay it off to Robertson um, we probably should have done better but it was a difficult shot um. Yeah, so I think that he had an okay performance. I think that there wasn't anyone who had a bad performance. 
the only person who got real stick was Ollie McBurney when he came on. Uh, our the equaliser was obviously heartbreaking. Yeah, and just nice before game. just before the the end of the game. It was literally the last kick of the game. Uh, they they spent about five minutes just hitting constant crosses in and a lapse of concentration from McTominay seeing uh, Lukajovic jump up and head of the ball. Very good header. He headed it off the ground. There was nothing Marshall could have done. Um, but I guess that's just kind of was the the difficulty with Serbia was that we could outperform them, but they have players like Jovic and Tadic and Milinkovic Savic who can just pull mm. stuff out of nowhere, and that's what Jovic done. So fair play to him. Scored a header. I was absolutely heartbroken. Yeah, I was just gonna ask, like, just try to reimagine what you felt um, when that goal went in. My heart sunk. I was absolutely, I was heartbroken. We were so close to winning it, and then, yeah. That's what it is. Uh, extra time, we were shocking. Uh, I think that Clark had made the wrong subs at the end of normal time. He decided to take off Christie, uh, McGinn, and Dykes for. Well, he, he took off Dykes and Christie, who were two strikers, obviously, for uh, Ollie McBurney and Callum Patterson, which was probably the wrong move to make. McBurney hasn't hit the ground running with Scotland. I don't hate him as, many, as much as other people hate him. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, he's hated very much so by a lot of Scots. I personally think that a lot of it will be confidence. We don't help him because Scott fans just berate him constantly and he gets constant abuse. Mm-hmm. But time after time, he shows up in Scotland trying to try his best. And he scored a penalty um, in the penalty shootout, took it well, knowing that if he'd missed, he would never have heard the end of it. Oh, yeah. literally been abused out of the, the team but another penalty goal. shootout yeah well, another one extra time we were poor uh, Serbia obviously um, pushed on railed on by that last minute equaliser came out all guns blazing um, the only real chance they had like the only one that was actually a genuine threat was um, Gunalai who is a like, kind of midfielder for Sevilla who was playing centre-half for Serbia that night. Oh, good deal. Yeah, good deal. Yeah. He used to play yeah. a long time in the Netherlands for Nakbreda and Ajax as well. He was quite good, but he, um, he picked up the ball edge of the box from a clearance from a corner. Had an absolute belter that nine times out of ten would have went in, but Marshall pulled off an incredible save, uh, denying him the hundredth minute. And then he fiddled out into penalties. Scotland continued their 100% record on penalties. I was, I can't say, I hate penalties at the best of times. Even when, I'm, even when there's penalties in FM, I can hardly watch. Never mind penalties in real life. I remember watching. I know that feeling. Costa Rica in the World Cup. I think it was 2018 or 2014 World Cup. The Netherlands? Yeah. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. I'm being nervous as hell. I don't know why. I do remember being nervous as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, with the, the infamous or famous um, Silica for Tim Kroll sub by yeah. Louis van Gaal. Yeah, no, I was very nervous. But, I mean, it's a penalty shootout. And you've had it before if you see your club play. Um, the penalty shoot, shootouts are just the worst, man. But if well, you win them, the then they're the best. Literally, literally the night before Morton, my team had played St. Marin. And I went to a penalty shootout and we lost. 
So I was kind of like, no way is this going to happen twice. Um, four for four penalties. Uh, all of them went in. Scotland's penalties, I have to give us credit, were brilliant. Don't think their keeper had a chance, even though uh, it was made clear to us just before it that their keeper, who plays for Reims, mm-hmm. had saved four out of seven penalties so far this season. Oh, no way. So when they when they said that, I remember just, I was like, oh no, we're done for here. But we put them all away, fair play to us. Uh, Marshall guessed the right way twice in the first four penalties not managing to get enough of a hand to it. Uh, and then it was literally, we scored our fifth penalty, they set up to score theirs, it was Mitrovic, who is a top striker. I thought we were done for fantastic save, I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I thought it was in, I thought we were going to uh, sudden death. But no, fantastic save from Marshall, got down low. The funny thing with him is he ran over to the referee, giving the thumbs up just to make sure. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. This has actually happened. I've actually saved the last penalty. Yeah, it's legit. It's legit. And then he just went mental. And that was it. Yeah. So now we're going to win the Euros. Um, well, speaking of the Euros. Yeah, we're going to do some Euro predictions. Yeah. What so, uh, a smooth transition. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very glad. But now, as we talked about it last time, we were um, discussing what other teams could make it into the Euros. Um, Scotland yep. being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um so let's quickly head over to the netherlands um and group c group c exactly we mentioned north macedonia last time and i told you that i was relatively excited to see them at the euros um if they beat georgia, if they beat georgia which they did lo and behold they're in group c with ukraine austria the netherlands and north macedonia yeah. this group has been uh, referred to in Dutch media as probably one of the easiest groups ever, which is one of the most frightening things to say. Yeah. Um, if, um, in this case, it comes back to bite you, it will bite you hard. Yeah. But honestly, looking at this group, it would be a challenge to not make it out of the group, um, considering that the top two will make it to the next round. And even the best number three, some of the best number threes, have a chance of making it to the next round of the Euros. And looking at the teams, um, Ukraine, Austria and North Macedonia have all got a decent squad. But honestly, nine points out of three games for me. It must be. It has to be, but I think that one of the, the most common issues in fo- uh, with big nations in football and England experience it constantly is going in overly confident mm-hmm. I mean after all Austria have some pretty decent players in their mix so, have, so do you Ukraine know, yeah yeah obviously David Alaba Lamar Sabitzer Sabitzer yeah they've got some pretty good players mm-hmm. as Ukraine and you know I don't think North Macedonia necessarily hold much of a threat their best player Pande if it turns what 39 next year yeah Alyovsky for Leeds United but they, they you never know really they could just be plucky underdogs and actually get a draw you know? yeah the thing is with all of these teams like none of them are actually bad teams like I said but still 
um, just reputation-wise, you're yeah. you're kind of forced to Equally finish first. The Netherlands have a bit of an injury crisis at the minute. At the minute, yeah. So let's hope that during the Euros, that's over. Because the the main concern um, leading up to the Euros of 2020 was Memphis Depay being out injured. Uh-huh. Um, of course, with the Euros getting postponed, this problem wasn't really relevant anymore. But now, Virgil van Dijk, um, Silesse, Matthijs de Ligt, yeah. uh, all out injured. And van Dijk is going to be a tricky one because I have no idea for how long this will take. Um, it was a. Uh, we all remember the challenge, Jordan Pickford. Yeah. And especially here, I don't think he's got many fans left. And right. either, it, Pickford exactly. Yeah. I think he's got many fans. Full stop. <laughs> I don't even think many Evertonians support him anymore. But no. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. Um, I think Virgil, even if he is back in time for the Euros, you're you're having to kind of hope that mentally he's over it mm-hmm. as fast as. Because that, that is kind of the hardest part with any sort of injury, isn't it? Especially one as bad as an ACL injury that yeah, yeah, but mentally he's still kind of he's not lost his edge in the same way. Yeah, exactly. Because he is he's the best centre half in the world, but he's on his game. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to uh, Group D? Yeah, let's see Group D. It's Czechia I mean, or the I, Czech I Republic. Think I've got this- the same sort of feelings as you. Nine points is the the, the, the goal here. Yeah, I can't I can't see us getting any less personally. Fair enough. You know, Czechia, England, Croatia, wise, Scotland. Yeah, reputation wise, we we totally we outdo the lot by a good amount. A good amount. All right, cool. Let's move on. Scotland yeah. to win the Euros. It's been decided. You heard it first here. Well, yeah. Well, I've got a theory how we can genuinely win the Euros. Well, so. Czech Republic, we've already beaten them twice in the last year. Okay, granted, one of them they had their B team, still, still beat them. <laughs> we can do it again. Is my point. Scotland will be unbelievably hyped, especially if we've got fans in. We're playing Czech Republic at Hamden. Ah, uh, well. We've got a good home record, Scotland. I think we could beat Czech Republic. Croatia, I think their average age is about forty-five now. <laughs> so. Again, I think... I, th- I mean, they have quality players, of course, but compared to the 2018 World Cup, Mandzukic doesn't play anymore. Modric is still class, but he's not as good as he was. Same with Rakitic. And that True. was really what they had. Vida? I mean... Other, I mean, he's rubbish. Handanovic as well. Oh, wait, he's... And, I mean, he's not even... No, no, he's not. No, he's Slovenian. Yeah. So, uh, Croatia should be an absolute whitewash. Well... I mean, Marshall cricks up your age as well. My, my goalkeepers last long. I'm not talking goalkeepers. Look at Buffon. We're talking midfielders. All right, all right, all right. Like no, you're not. But then Croatia. the age your rival? England. Well, here's my theory with England, right? Croatia, I think, a draw, we could potentially win that one. There's, there's potential to win it. Most likely, if we can... The most, like, positive result we'll probably get if it would be a draw. England... England have all the confidence in the world going into this game. Mm-hmm. They made the semi-finals of the last World Cup. They have players, I think all the players, apart from Jaden Sancho, play in the Premier League. They have a fantastic team. Fantastic team. They're going to look at Scotland and our striker who plays in the English Championship. 
our, you know, one of our backup strikers that plays in the Scottish, this, you know, Scottish Premiership. We've got players like Gallagher who plays for Motherwell and stuff, and they're going to go, we're going to absolutely hammer them. And then we'll show up and beat them. We're the underdogs. It suits us to the ground. Well, I don't think we'll beat them, but it suits us to the ground. Again, even though it's at Wembley, Scotland are literally taking thousands down to Wembley, COVID dependent. Mm-hmm. I know lots of people who are just travelling down just to be in London for it. Scotland will be a lot more up for it than England will be. England will be confident. I also don't actually think Southgate's the best man for the job for them. He seems to have his favourites, like his reluctance to play Grealish for so long. His insistence in playing Pickford and goal. We, yeah. we have, there, there is actual weaknesses. England have the potential to be uh, an incredible squad, but there is actual weaknesses in there. Now, all we actually need is three points from Czech Republic and then finish as the best placed third, right? Best performing third placed team. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Rolls of the if, tongue, very nice. Yeah, and if they also pick up another point against Croatia or England, then we should be able to get that thing, right? From there, all it is is penalties. We've got in our history as you know the oldest nation of well, joint oldest international nation of football. We've never lost a penalty shootout. So never. all we need to do is eleven men behind the ball, sit back, enjoy the ride, penalty shootout, win penalty shootout, all the way to the final. Meet Netherlands in the final, they'll bottle it, it's the Netherlands. <laughs> well, the only actual final that we won was the Euros. I, I mean, you lost in Asia League's final. <laughs> True. That was a fluke, you're not, you're not against Scotland. And, well, after what you've just said, we can uh-huh. move over to the Nations League. And what happened uh-huh. there? It's, uh, of course not, continue. But I felt I felt the transition would have been amazing again. It would have been fantastic. I mean, more because Scotland kind of blew a lead. I mean, I get your excitement there. Continue, I know, please. I was about the Euros, but uh, the Nations League, we, we were, you know, I think it was uh, three points, four points ahead of Czech Republic. Going into it, all we needed was a win against Israel or Slovakia, and we lost them both. In <laughs> <laughs> Czech Republic, won both games. So, we're, we're currently second in... Uh, National League Group B and lost a World Cup playoff play. But, you know, swings and roundabouts. That's the way I see it. You qualify yeah. for the Euros, you throw away a lead. You have to, you know, it has to equal out somewhere. You win the Euros, you don't make the World Cup. Uh, you know, swings and I roundabouts. I mean, I, I guess you'll take it, right? I guess you'll take nah, it. I mean, yeah, I'll probably. I, I would take it. I would take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, how was your Nations League Group? Considering you won yours last time, though. Yeah, last year we won it with an arguably more challenging group. This year it was with Italy, Poland and Bosnia. Um, the Netherlands finished second um, last night, last game, away at, in Poland. The Netherlands beat them 1-2. Um, overall, the two games against Italy that they played were very poor, under new management as well with Frank de Boer. So it was a bit uh, more of a challenge and a bit more of a new system that was being played. Um, Italy deserved it. I suppose they're going to the finals. I mean, the less said about the Nations League this year, the better, I think. Yeah, um, not the best. Yeah, so we're staying in the in Group A. 
same as you're staying in Group B, unfortunately. Would have been cool to see you in a group with us, but yeah. I mean, it's definitely improving. You have to remember in the last. I can also imagine, like, after the game in Serbia, I mean, the emotions were high. Well, People yeah, might have I had a few drinks. For the Slovakia game on Sunday, we'd played that rotated squad. I think a lot of our players were. Granted, tired, 120 minutes of football is tiring, but also probably a bit hungover. Uh, like mm -hmm. Van der Robertson and stuff didn't play, so losing that, I wasn't that annoyed at. Uh, we were far, by far the better side last night against Israel. They just got a goal, and as I said, at the very, very start, our strikers actually had issue. Um, Dykes is good. I do like Dykes. I think he has perfect number nine, bring the ball down, lay it off sort of rule. He's not a natural goal scorer. What he needs is a natural goal scorer next to him. Some people who could do that for the Euros next year could be Lee Griffiths, as I mentioned, if he's fit. Uh, Kevin Nisbet is going for fun with Hibs at the minute. Uh, Fraser Hornby, who plays for Reims, we've mentioned him in the past. Mm -hmm. He's starting to come through a bit. Uh, equally, another player we could potentially call up next year could be Ryan Gold in Portugal. Yeah, he's still around. Yeah, well, he's currently got the best, highest, uh, the, 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 the second highest average goals and average, no, uh, expected goals and expected assists in the Portuguese league. Alright. So he's starting to do well. Um, but yeah, we just need to see what happens with that. Shall we talk about the qualify, the potential World Cup qualifier draw next sometimes? Yes, exactly. Let's move on. Uh, um, so, for some reason, you're in pot one. For some reason? For some reason. We're in pot one. Yeah, you're in pot one. Kind of not for some reason. It's understandable. Um, you know, three World Cup finals doesn't get you nothing. <laughs> uh, it actually does. Certainly doesn't get you a World Cup. But... Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the most important thing out of all of it. I'm kidding on. But yeah. Um, yeah. So what's you build your ideal group here then? So let's see. Um so the the teams in pot one that we cannot draw. So Belgium, France, England, Portugal, Spain, Italy, Denmark, Croatia and Germany are together with us in pot one. Um looking at Pot 2, we see Switzerland, Poland, Sweden, Wales, Austria, Ukraine, Turkey, Serbia, Slovakia, Romania. So, let us say Pot 2, I'll get Slovakia. Slovakia, okay. Pot 3 consists of Russia, the Republic of Ireland, Norway, Hungary, Czech Republic, Scotland, Iceland, Northern Ireland, Finland and Greece. So it'll probably have to be Scotland. I mean, I thought you wanted to win your group. Yeah, that's why. Um, pot four. No, but Scotland, come on. It would be cool. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see Virgil van Dijk try and keep London Dykes quiet. <laughs> um, if you think, if you think uh, that Memphis Depay could trouble Dijk when Gallagher after Mitrovic could now strengthen your you're having yourself on the ties. Uh, it's a cool game. We'll have to wait and see. Come on. Yeah. But uh, No, but I think it would be cool to have Scotland, um, otherwise I'd go for, n no, probably Finland. Finland? Yeah, I, I remember the games f like against Northern Ireland in the European qualifications oh. being some of the most frustrating games of football from the Netherlands I've ever seen. Um, 
Just what about Republic of Ireland? They're absolutely terrible at the minute. Or maybe them, yeah. Just in two years, they've won like two games or something. Oh, that sounds good. We can also do them. Yeah. Finland yeah. are getting better, it seems. Timo Pukki and Glenn Kamara. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, pot four: Bosnia Herzegovina, Slovenia, Montenegro, North Macedonia, Albania, Bulgaria, Belarus, Israel, Georgia, and Luxembourg. Well, Luxembourg. I love the fact North Macedonia now pot. Well, also Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Luxembourg yeah. Well, granted, I don't know if you know, but Luxembourg has a population of 600k, which is yeah. almost, yeah, but almost double that of Iceland. Oh, wow. Which is also crazy. But um, Luxembourg have made major strides over the last few years. That's why we find them in pot four. So let's get Luxembourg. But then pot four is above the likes of... Armenia, Cyprus, the Faroe Islands, Azerbaijan, Estonia, Kosovo, Kazakhstan, Lithuania, Latvia, and Andorra. Andorra, in pot five. All right, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's do Andorra from this one. Let's build like the easiest group ever, right? Yeah. Um, pot six: Moldova, Malta, Liechtenstein, uh, Gibraltar, and San Marino. Give us San Marino. Why not? Oh, so we'll get the group of the Netherlands, Slovakia. Um, ah, let's say Republic of Ireland then. <laughs> no, I want you. I want Scotland. The Netherlands, Slovakia, Scotland, Luxembourg, Andorra, San Marino. Giving you guys a chance to qualify as well. A chance. A Let's chance. That that's an easy. That's an easy group. Well, we're winning that one. We're winning that one. But See, I think that. My, my biggest worry here is that we're in pot 3 and Israel in pot 4 and I swear to god Matthias if we draw Israel again <laughs> we play Israel at least twice a year at this point it is so annoying I don't even like uh, this is not from a political standpoint I'm just sick of seeing Israel <laughs> every second week we bloody play Israel I'm sick of it and the, the, the Celtic supporters fan group who always write Palestinian stuff on the the away end they'll be running out of paint at this end at this rate <laughs> playing Israel that bloody much they'll be sick of it they'll, they'll give up they'll just be like you know what fuck it let Palestine suffer because uh, they're, they're, they're struggling that much by playing Israel constantly um, just afraid of Zahavi Zahavi oh he missed a penalty against you yeah yeah, he's no threat <laughs> the only place for PSV come on um, for us we're pot three as what I said Um this is fair. It means we avoid hung uh, Norway and Hungary, who are kind of on the up, mm -hmm. which is quite handy. Ideally, uh, Denmark or Croatia from pot, uh, pot one would be fantastic. I'd like the Netherlands out of. It'd be a bit of a laugh for me, Matthias. Uh, Germany also got absolutely hammered last night, so Germany could be in a bit of a shamble. Oh. That won't last long, it's the Germans. Ah, so, come on, yeah. I would take Denmark, Croatia, or the Netherlands in pot one. Uh, pot two, which Matthias read out earlier, uh, I'd ideally not want to play Serbia again for a good while. Uh, Slovakia, I'd probably the same as you. Slovakia, maybe Turkey. Mm -hmm. uh, pot three is obviously us. Pot four, don't want Bosnia, don't want Israel. God, I don't want Israel. Um, don't want Slovenia, do you? Montenegro, North Macedonia, Luxembourg, or Georgia, I think. Yeah. I would take Bulgaria. 
Yeah. Take them. I mean, I think you could you could beat all of these. Apart from maybe Bosnia. Bosnia have a decent squad. I also think Albania is gets underestimated a lot, but then they have yeah. quite a few good players, but they always tend to underperform. Yeah. Uh, pot five. I'd, uh, I mean, it has to be Andorra, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Has to be. Uh, however, uh, the only one I don't want there really is Kazakhstan, just because we've played them all that long and we got beat three 0 and it was a horrible, horrible time. <laughs> so, pot six will take anyone. Uh, I'd love Gibraltar, somebody. Gibraltar can be a nice wee holiday, so I'll go Gibraltar. Um, yeah. I mean, the, I, I'm assuming, Matthias, correct me if I'm wrong. There, there must be like. Uh, although they can't obviously tamper with the exact who gets picked, but they can't for political reasons. Surely some of these can't be drawn in the same group. Well, the the thing is, for for example, pot five consists of Armenia and Azerbaijan, um, who are currently in conflict with one another. Uh -huh. So that's already an easy one to um to avoid. Okay. Um, like for example, when it comes to Ukraine and Russia. I think there will be some sort of um, arrangement made that they cannot draw each other. Also, going for Spain and Gibraltar, yeah, which I think would be a very interesting Serbia, one. Kosovo is another one. Probably Serbia, Kosovo, but also there Greece, won't. North Macedonia. That's not as as much of a dispute anymore as well because of the name change. But it was it was not really like um. Uh, a people's thing but more like a political thing but then the same for because Serbia and Albania are two nations where the population really dislikes each other and this ties in with the whole um, Kosovo conflict that's going on because Kosovo people are ethnically Albanian people uh -huh. and um, well Kosovo is a breakaway state of Serbia independent state or however you want to see it this is not a political podcast but um I think for them there will be also some kind of arrangements made because in the past it has shown that these two nations playing each other results in bad things happening yeah. on on and off the pitch. I mean, because potentially you could end up with a group like Kosovo, Albania, and Serbia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Also, stuff like Turkey and Israel. That's yesterday there. Yeah. Yeah, Israel is more of a. Um, has an interesting political story um that part of the reason why they're in the european stage and not in the asian um qualifying stage because it would be easier for them to qualify for everything but politically there's uh so many nations that do not recognize them and therefore do not allow the players in their country so th that's also the reason why they're actually competing in in the European game instead of the the Asian or for that matter any Antarctic whatever I don't care but you know it's a uh, yeah it's it's generally said to keep football and politics separated but in practice this hardly ever works the way it should um, exactly however we're gonna do, we're gonna stop discussing politics yeah and on the light note in the light mode, no, and the, the new FM has been released, or the beta has been released anyway. Yeah, that's a, that's a very light note. Matthias, um, I checked Steam, has already played about 50 hours. No way. Yeah. 
Professor well, check again. Be... Why would I check again? I don't. I don't believe that. You it must... played fifty hours roughly. Mm. Last time I checked, you'd played fifty hours. That's quite a lot. It is, considering it's been out like a week. A week and a half. <laughs> also, I'm I'm working. I'm not working. I was going to say that. <laughs> Work is closed. Work is closed. Totally I'm just home. <laughs> totally called you out, yeah. <laughs> Here's Matthias. He's got no life. He's played fifty hours. I have no life. <laughs> Save me. Well, I mean, my first notification on Steam here is uh, Matthias now was Pro Cycling Manager 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, that's an interesting story because I I needed to buy a game to refund <laughs> the money that was on my account to my bank account. So I bought it and then immediately asked for a refund. So I'm just now waiting for my money back in my account. <laughs> But I mean, it might be a nice game. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not playing it. I'm yeah, playing FM. Play. Ah, sorry, my mistake. Got fifty hours, forty hours on record. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I, I, I totally though. Between apparently, it's fifty-four point four hours in the last two weeks. <laughs> this nice. is just a. Uh, for me, I mean, to be fair, I'm not much better. Twenty-four point three hours I've spent on it. Well, yeah. So, what have you been getting onto? In FM, before I start to my. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I've started off with uh, Morton, my team. Um, I'm, I'm approaching the end of the first season with them. It's going well. Uh, second place at the minute. Um, thanks to mainly Ross McKeever. Aiden Nesbitt, I've got an interesting formation. Uh, helped by my friend Ryan, but it's a, a 2 3. Two one two. It is very interesting. So a goalkeeper, two centre halves, two wing backs, a CDM, two centre mids, Cam, and two strikers to top it off. Hmm. And it's worked. It's worked somehow. So uh, best signing, Maurik Dresden from Lynch and Gladbach two, and been released for free, and I just picked him up. He's done well for me. So yeah, happy with that. On to you. Yeah, I've played a, a little more. So I started with PSV and then it went shit. So I was like, ah, well, I'll just start with uh, FC Eindhoven in the Keukenkampioen Divisie. I like saying that. Um, second season, we got promoted as champions um, after selling some of my best fla players, players, players for a few millions. Uh, my players with a lot of flares. Um, no, we got a lot of money, managed to reinvest a lot in the squad, so two players gave me 15 new players or something. That's quite good, huh? Yeah, I'm already at the stage where I'm playing new gens, so um, I signed this lad from Linfield, uh, Gavin Jenkins, who is 19 now or something and by far my best player, and he's already at the stage where he doesn't want to sign a new contract because he's been wanted by Tottenham Hotspur who are managed by Pep Guardiola uh, <laughs> in 2024. So, uh, third season, managed to finish fourth in the Eredivisie somehow. I still don't know how I managed to do that. And um, got into the Euro Cup 2, where I recently finished playing last night. Um, in the semi-finals of the Euro Cup 2, I still don't know how, I got knocked out uh, by Spartak Moscow. 
Um, yeah, but it's going very well. This season I finished a bit lower, but still managed to get into Europe via the playoffs. We have a European playoff system in the Netherlands. I managed to win those. Uh, yeah, it's going very well. Um, trying to develop in the youth academy, what you always like doing. And uh, almost near <laughs> the fifth season. <laughs> so, Again, uh, yeah. Just a throw out there. It's only a week since the beta came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it's, I think it's better than if you go to FM Twitter. Yeah, I think so too. It's um, the yeah the 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 system of fitness and sharpness uh-huh. that oh, I need to get used to that because um, before it was set in percentages. So this person is this many. Uh, percentages fit and this many percentages sharp and now it's with like a thumbs up and thumbs down and some arrows and a heart which um, as they marketed it I think it's more realistic because you can never completely define a person's fitness in percentage but like I said it was new and I need to get used to it well, I do like that you can now set that any player who's not on full fitness can play for or sharpness can play for your reserves. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of your subs kind of stay fit. Oh, I used to do that a lot before as well, but just then you have to do it manually every time um, to put them to the reserves or just make them available for the reserves. Whereas now it's just make anyone. Yeah, yeah. And also a new feature that introduced was their recruitment uh, meeting, which personally I haven't really used. It's rotten, isn't it? Did yeah. you suggest a bunch of oh, sign a new striker because their striker's contract and run out? No. Yeah. It's like your third or fourth choice striker. You're like, why would I? Why would I go spend money on a, a replacement fourth striker when he's leaving at the end of the year? Yeah, exactly. I just uh, it's not really, it's not for me, but I can see I like why. The, the XG rating stuff. Yeah, although there is this um, I don't know how you call it, but this graph in game where you can see all the passes that have been made. And at one point, yeah. at one point, you cannot see anything. Yeah, it's just a lot of dots, isn't it? It's mental. Yeah, and then I mean, the the expected goals as well. It's cool, but I, I also mean, find it's annoying that you can now, if anyone doesn't know, you can now add body language when you're doing team talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just always throw bottles now. <laughs> but but when you throw a bottle when your team's play rubbish, they all just get disheartened. Yeah, well, sometimes, yeah, yeah. But then the other ones, apart from throw bots, the rest of them are rubbish. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together. Pump yeah. fist. <laughs> who walks in going, play better. Pump <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really get it either. It's not my. Yeah. I like the system before. We're just apprehensive, aggressive, um, yeah. calm, yeah, passionate. You just got oppressive. Don't get complacent. Mm-hmm. Don't get hyped up. But now it's like you know, open your arms up. Yeah. And then, uh, well, like when you're giving a wee talk to one of your players, put your arm around them. I done it to one of my players, a senior player, mm-hmm. and they didn't like to put my arm around them. I'm like, All right, okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just asking, yeah, yeah, because I was like, when he was like my assistant captain, mm-hmm. like 36 or something, and we'd signed a new player. And I thought, oh, screw it, I'll just I'd put my arm around them and I'm asking him to welcome. I done it, and he was not happy. I had to ask someone else to welcome me. Remember, it's COVID, yeah. you cannot do that. Well, I mean, they gave me the option to. <laughs> I know, I know. Either my character in games really creepy, 
<laughs> my assistant, my assistant uh, captain just doesn't like being touched. Well, uh, maybe to both. Maybe, maybe a bit of both. Maybe both. Well, the, I did use in-game, like the, the in-game face scanner this year for my guy's face. Oh, mine's scary. Well, How did yeah, yours turn out? Well, apparently my guy's mixed race. <laughs> I'm just very... My forehead is... I'm grey. You're grey. Yeah, I don't know how that turned out. You are an old man, but... Oh, true. Apparently I've got more of a baby face than I, than I realised. <laughs> my guy, in-game, in he looks like 12. The first one I done, I'd kept my glasses on because I didn't realise that you had to take your glasses off, and mm -hmm. so I had this weird mess up on <laughs> <of> my face. <laughs> it was like it was like a reflection yeah. into my skin, uh, and so I had to redo it with my glasses off because I didn't want to go in look like the elephant man. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I wouldn't recommend doing the face scan unless you want to scar yourself or life. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's a funny feature, but it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but you know what, that I look about twelve. Oh, a, tw a twelve-year-old mixed-race child. <laughs> you give yourself a I big beard. <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Actually, I should probably add that. But I mean, on a to end on a good note, the Mets engine is is amazing. Yeah, and it's coming out on Xbox. True. Also, um, what I've noticed is that for some reason. My my players tend to chip a lot, like they go one on one, yeah. and then they just chip like nearly all the I time. One on ones are better, like generally. Yeah, although I, like I told you, I have this one striker. Um, his name is Jorn van Kamp. He's a Belgian striker, and uh, in my last season, all of the games, so cup, European, and league, he scored uh, forty nine goals, which was insane and he was actually named best belgian player abroad by the belgian media <laughs> over kevin de bruyne and uh courtois Dries Mertens too yeah um hazard whatever named him it's i was just Jeez, all right yeah but i mean uh let's let's wait and see if they make any improvements when the full game releases in Five days, the twenty fourth. There isn't many bugs. I found FM twenty. There was a lot of bugs. Like I, I FM twenty, um, on the beta, I decided to start with a bit of a challenge, and I went Bolton, mm -hmm. who had minus twelve points or something going into the season. So I made you made my signs and stuff, and you had to have a team talk. And I went in saying I'm confident we can avoid relegation this season, and the whole team fell out with me because apparently that was unambitious un un of me. <laughs> the whole team fell out of me and I was like what yeah, I, I got a lot of I conceded a lot of penalties and red cards to start in FM20 mm -hmm. like uh, yeah insanely I think it's, I, I, it's probably actually a wee bit easy as well this year well don't say that <laughs> I've just made the semi-finals of the Euro Cup 2 after well, my I, first season in the Eredivisie I have Morton <laughs> second place in the championship without really making many signings, so I think yeah. it might just be the beta, but you know, it says a lot if you struggle to PSV matize. True. <laughs> I'm kidding on, I'm kidding on. But oh. uh, yeah, we'll probably make another episode on FM specifically like we did in the past. Probably around about Christmas, we're about halfway through our uh, Swiss League one. Mm -hmm. We'll be starting on the 24th.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed, and we certainly did as well. Uh, we aim to release one of these a week. Uh, also follow us on other social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yada, 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 to get updated when we post new podcasts. Furthermore, we're now available on YouTube. But until next week, goodbye.